Section 58 of Young Folks Treasury, Volume 3, edited by Hamilton Wright Maybe. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Ellen Preckle. Two Little Boys by Thomas Day. One, the good-natured little boy. A little boy went out one morning to walk to a village about five miles from the place where he lived, and carried with him in a basket the provision that was to serve him the whole day. As he was walking along, a poor little half-starved dog came up to him, wagging his tail, and seeming to entreat him to take compassion on him. The little boy at first took no notice of him, but at length, remarking how lean and famished the creature seemed to be, he said, "'This animal is certainly in very great necessity. If I give him part of my provision, I shall be obliged to go home hungry myself. However, as he seems to want it more than I do, he shall partake with me.' Saying this, he gave the dog part of what he had in his basket, who ate as if he had not tasted victuals for a fortnight. The little boy went on a little further, his dog still following him, and fawning upon him with the greatest gratitude and affection, when he saw a poor old horse lying upon the ground and groaning as if he was very ill. He went up to him and saw that he was almost starved, and so weak he was unable to rise. I am very much afraid, said the little boy, if I stay to assist this horse, that it will be dark before I can return, and I have heard there are several thieves in the neighborhood. However, I will try. It is doing a good action to attempt to relieve him, and God Almighty will take care of me. He then went and gathered some grass which he brought to the horse's mouth, who immediately began to eat with as much relish as if his chief disease was hunger. He then fetched some water in his hat, which the animal drank up, and seemed immediately to be so much refreshed that after a few trials he got up and began grazing. He then went on a little farther, and saw a man wading about in a pool of water, without being able to get out, in spite of all his endeavors. "'What is the matter, good man?' said the little boy to him. "'Can't you find your way out of the pool?' "'No, God bless you, my worthy master or miss,' said the man for such I take you to be by your voice, I have fallen into this pond, and know not how to get out again, as I am quite blind, and I am almost afraid to move for fear of being drowned. Well, said the little boy, though I shall be wetted to the skin, if you will throw me your stick, I will try to help you out of it. The blind man then threw the stick on to that side on which he heard the voice. The little boy caught it, and went into the water, feeling very carefully before him, lest he should unguardedly go beyond his depth. At length he reached the blind man, took him very carefully by the hand, and led him out. The blind man then gave him a thousand blessings, and told him he could grope his way home, and the little boy ran on as hard as he could to prevent being benighted. But he had not proceeded far when he saw a poor sailor, that had lost both his legs in an engagement by sea, hopping along on crutches. "'God bless you, my little master,' said the sailor. "'I have fought many a battle with the French to defend poor old England.' but now I am crippled, as you see, and have neither victuals or money, although I am almost famished. The little boy could not resist his inclination to relieve him, so he gave him all his remaining victuals, and said, God help you, poor man, this is all I have, otherwise you should have more. He then ran along, and presently arrived at the town he was going to, did his business, and returned toward his own home, with all the expedition he was able. But he had not gone much more than half-way, before the night shut in extremely dark, without either moon or stars to light him. The poor little boy did all he could to find his way, but unfortunately missed it in turning down a lane which brought him into a wood, where he wandered about a great while without being able to find any path to lead him out. Tired out 
at last, and hungry. He felt himself so feeble that he could go no further, but sat himself down upon the ground, crying most bitterly. In this situation he remained for some time, till at last the little dog, who had never forsaken him, came up to him, wagging his tail and holding something in his mouth. The little boy took it from him, and saw it was a handkerchief nicely pinned together, which someone had dropped, and the dog had picked up, and upon opening it he found several slices of bread and meat, which the little boy ate with great satisfaction, and felt himself extremely refreshed with his meal. So, said the little boy, I see that if I have given you a breakfast, you have given me a supper, and a good turn is never lost, not even to a dog. He then once more attempted to escape from the woods, but it was to no purpose. He only scratched his legs with the briars and slipped down in the dirt without being able to find his way out. He was just going to give up all further attempts in despair when he happened to see a horse feeding before him, and going up to him saw, by the light of the moon, which just then began to shine a little, that it was the very same horse he had fed in the morning. Perhaps, said the little boy, this creature that I have been so good to will let me get upon his back, and he may bring me out of the wood, as he is accustomed to feed in this neighborhood. The little boy then went up to the horse, speaking to him and stroking him, and the horse let him mount his back without opposition and then proceeded slowly through the wood, grazing as he went, till he brought him to an opening which led to the high road. The little boy was much rejoiced at this, and said, If I hadn't saved the creature's life in the morning, I should have been obliged to have stayed here all the night. I see by this that a good deed is never lost. But the poor little boy had yet a greater danger to undergo, for as he was going along a solitary lane, two men rushed out upon him, laid hold of him, and were going to strip him of his clothes but just as they were beginning to do it, the little dog bit the leg of one of the men with so much violence that he left the little boy and pursued the dog, which ran howling and barking away. In this instant a voice was heard that cried out, "'There are rascals! Let us knock them down!' which frightened the remaining man so much that he ran away, and his companion followed him. The little boy then looked up and saw that it was the sailor whom he had relieved in the morning, carried upon the shoulders of the blind man, whom he had helped out of the pond. "'There, my little dear,' said the sailor, "'God be thanked we have come in time to do you a service in return for what you did us in the morning. As I lay under a hedge, I heard these villains talk of robbing a little boy, that from the description I concluded must be you. But I was so lame that I should not have been able to come time enough to help you if I had not met this honest blind man who took me upon his back while I showed him the way.' The little boy thanked them very gratefully for thus defending him, and they went all together to his father's house, which was not far off, where they were all kindly entertained with supper and bed. The little boy took care of his faithful dog as long as he lived, and never forgot the importance and necessity of doing good to others if we wish them to do the same to us. End of section 58